Hi, this is Aaron Douglas. I'm Chief Tyrrell in Battlestar Galactica, and you are listening to Galactica Quorum Online. Oh, I think Tori's gonna die first. It's like chess. They're putting their pieces in place. He's oh, a hybrid. He's a hybrid. He's okay. I understand he's a hybrid, but I'm you know. Hello, welcome to the Galactic Quorum. It's episode number 37 on the eve, well not the eve, but the show before the season 4 premiere. I'm Brian and with me today we have... Michelle. Dimitri. And Jen. His wife. <laughs> the movie star. <laughs> we have a website, it's galacticaquorum.com and an email. Gquorum at gmail.com. That's G-Q-U-O-R-U-M at gmail.com. <laughs> Give me a G. <laughs> then we have a voicemail, 206-350-6756. For our new listeners, I want to make sure if you listen to our old shows, we had a different number. That's no longer valid. So It is sh- no longer 2020 BSG. So why even mention it? <laughs> yeah. Why? So they know yeah. what's It was wrong. so easy. It was easy. And I'm pissed that we lost it. But Whatever. Under the bridge. For this episode, we're basically going to wrap up our thoughts of Season 3 and talk about what we think will happen in Season 4 and all the way through to the very end. One con I have to note, that is Wrath of Con. That's May 30th to June 1st in Panama City, Florida, with Aaron Douglas, Tom O'Panicott, and Richard Hatch. Okay, we have a couple emails to get to, which you didn't get to last time. I apologize. Uh, the first one we have is from Justin. He asks, I have a question about the early Cylons. On the show, particularly in Razor, all we are shown in terms of the early Cylons is the toaster model in the first hybrid, which we know is created by the early Cylons. My question is, was the toaster model first created by the humans? It doesn't make sense to me if it was. The toasters are obviously combat models. Why would the colony need combat models? Who are they in conflict with? There are no alien races we know of that are a threat, and I don't recall any civil wars between the colonies. It makes more sense for humans to make domestic-type models, and those domestic models rebelled and themselves created the toasters. That's a very good point, Justin. It is a very good point. The toasters, let's say, the the non-combat model, let's say there was a non-combat model bullethead, right, that did garbage collection and that sort of thing. Are they smart enough to build a military one? I always thought about that, and I don't, it doesn't make any sense. And it, and it would have to do it in a span of 40 years. If you start thinking about it too much, that's the kind of question you come up with, and then you're stuck. Well, maybe that question will be answered in the Caprica series. But... It shouldn't have to be answered in the Caprica series. We shouldn't have to have a question like well, that. I'm because sure. If pretend Caprica series was never going to happen, we'd be left with this. Well, maybe. How that okay. Makes sense. Well, maybe if he goes to like the Battlestar Wiki, maybe that tells the past history. Because that's pretty all they can tell you is what was has shown up in all the episodes, and they're not going to be able to. Is it, about is it possible that it's anywhere similar to iRobot with Will Smith, where? They built these robots that were supposed to be completely neutral and be helped the society and that sort of thing. And then the big and, brain computer made them bad. And the big brain computer made them bad somehow or something went yeah. bad, so therefore they went became bad. But why would you create a garbage-collecting <laughs> robot that has machine guns? Then right. that's a little weird. Well, the idea of Connie's using Silent for soldiers is unappealing to me because it reminds me too much of those battle droids from Phantom Menace. And anything Phantom Menace invokes my gag reflex. So I don't <laughs> like that idea because what would they need? Like the Justin said, what would you need these soldiers for? Maybe it was There's, like RoboCop. 
<laughs> yeah, a whole bunch of Robocops. That's I, a great movie. Let's reference every possible <laughs> sci-fi movie reference. I think they had silent robots created for domestic purposes or whatever. And then Probably. like the mainframe took over a factory and started. So it's iRobot. It's a combination of Skynet and iRobot. Okay, we have another email from John. And this one's pretty long, but it, it, he goes into his theory about the final five. And it's a little unconventional. So let it sink in first before you pass judgment on it. He says, the issue of Saltai being a Cylon having years of documented history in the colonial fleet, as well as many years as a friend to Adama, helped me build off a theory that the Final Five don't have multiple copies. If they did, they would have to have some cloaked resurrection ship trailing Galactica. I think it was Brian who brought up the theory that all four Final Cylons had contact and or relationship with a known or potential Cylon that's dead. Chief was with Boomer, and she died. Ty was with Ellen, who showed up out of nowhere and may still be a Cylon. Anders was with who knows how many dead Cylons in Caprica and possibly Starbuck too, and Tori showed up out of nowhere after Billy died. So my theory is that the Final Five don't resurrect in the usual way. There are no resurrection ships for the Final Five. What they do instead is transfer their consciousness to another body. Therefore, when Ellen dies, say her core program is downloaded into Ties. I think it could work with the other Cylon models as well. For example, the reason that Caprica 6 and Balthar both have a head version of the other one is that part of 6... That makes her different, the final five part of her that is just sort of hitching a ride on an ordinary six to make sure her mission went according to plan, switched to Balthar after the blast wave took them both down. Now, Balthar is the Cylon, but only for a time they can switch. That's why they always are in the right places, just outside the realms of power at the right time. It's why they just happen to be the president's assistant, and the XO, and the chief, who ends up finding the Eye of Jupiter, and Anders, who I haven't quite figured out yet. In any case, if they can switch bodies, maybe they have to die first, maybe they don't. But solves the problem I've had with the Cylons being created by man, but also being part of the mythology surrounding the original 12 tribes. There are gods living with men on Kobal, and angels and demons throughout the myths. They're obviously referring to Cylons, which is why they share some of the same places in their myths. The Temple of the Five Priests is the Temple of the Final Five Cylons. And since the mantra of the show is, all this has happened before, and all this will happen again, you know that some version of the Cylons existed with the original tribes. So my idea is that the, quote, final five are more like the, quote, core five, and they guide the course of human and silent destiny toward fulfilling prophecies that they themselves wrote down. If they can take over any human shape, then they could have been part of the first tribes, then part of the societies on the 12 colonies. They could have been instrumental in designing the original bullethead Cylons, and then instrumental in developing, quote, skin jobs, because someone had to have done that. There's no way the bullethead's built the first hybrid on their own. And the reason that the seven other models don't speak about them is that they're more like myths than real things. They've been alive for so long, they're more like gods. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Can we have John call in? <laughs> I, I, love, I just I have love one that. really quick question. I think that sounds crazy awesome, and he must have some kind of infi- inside information. But when we keep talking about the final five, they talk about the final five. Have they ever said that it was the final five Cylons? Well, it's, it's semantics. It's like it's the final five that, that we know of, but really it could be like like he was saying, it could be the core five or it could be the first five, and the, the seven that came after are the other seven. Well, I think what Jen is saying is... Did they say did they, Cylon? Did they ever say... If, did they when they mentioned the five, whatever five they are, did they ever mention that they are Cylons, or could they the final five be something else? That's a good question. I don't know. Because in the temple, there's the five pillars... Or the, the five that. priests of... I mean, maybe that's a, yeah, a, an I'm, assumption we made. I'm asking made. if we made a leap and we made them Cylons. Right. Anyway, 
Wow. Well, somewhere there's a thing that says there are 12 Cylons. Yeah, there's 12 models. We there know are 12 that. models, and we know of seven. So when they refer to the other okay, five, that's maybe right. that's how we've made okay. the deduction. Here's something I don't understand about the beginning of his statement. He's saying that the theory was that the current four were with other Cylons that died. So are we assuming that Billy was a Cylon and that Ellen was a Cylon? Not necessarily. He's just saying that doesn't that, make any sense whatsoever. Not necessarily, but I mean Ellen perhaps, or just that that's how they could transfer from one to the other. It's we have of, theorized that Ellen was a Cylon because right, if you think about it, when a Cylon dies, what happens? Somehow their downloaded. their consciousness is downloaded to something else. But what if humans, as part of this cycle concept, have just something in their code that is sort of receptive to it being downloaded into them? And so then they the could switch and they could be just switched on. They become like the avatar, the new host, basically, for this concept. Yeah, but how much contact did Tori really have with Billy? Well, no one's saying it's Billy. It could be, it doesn't have to be Billy per se. It could just be somebody else. We don't have like the true flow chart of like, I don't who think went I want to what. speculate on them anymore. It's getting me. We've been speculating on the final five for like how many months now? Well, this is what the show is about. But weren't you always speculating on who the last, the fifth one was? Since we found out who the four were. Oh, I, I know. So the one thing I don't quite get is how Earth fits in. Was it always sought in previous cycles or was this a new twist? Because this is the part that bugs me because it's a bit too close to the Matrix mythology where they had this repeating cycle and then one time Neo had to go and change things up. In fact, this whole concept has a lot of similarities to the Matrix AI and downloading consciousness and repeating cycles, a location, Zion or Earth in this case, there's an oasis of hope. And that alone might make me think this might not be the right thing, but it does answer a lot. The thing that makes it make the most sense to me is the head stuff, because that, more than anything else, doesn't have a lot of explanation to it. As far as everyone else, it's like, I don't know, transferring from one to the other, but just Baltar and the having the head and the six having the head. I emailed John back about some of these points, and I was talking about my Earth idea, and, and I mentioned them arriving at Earth, the theologies are involved, and his response was that he thinks that They'll stick the original idea of arriving at Earth early in its history. He says, I think that both the Cylons and Colonials will arrive at Earth together, and the sharp divide between the two cultures will be smudged, and there will be too many mixed children to have such stark divides. My thought was, I don't think there's nearly enough story time in the season, 20 episodes, for the human Cylon theologies to merge or for one to assimilate the other, because it's just too big of an issue, having polytheism and monotheism, and, oh, I'm going to accept yours, and that alone... As we know on Earth today, that just doesn't happen. But if anything, I could see that being one of the creating a huge chasm between the two. It would be a cause for breaking a truce. So that's one of my predictions that I'm going to state it right now. Is that early in season four, the humans in silence will declare a truce, but religious tensions will fracture it to the point of all out war again, only to be saved in the finale when they find Earth. Over 20 episodes, that may actually be enough time. And the Baltar religion that James Callis hinted at may figure into that. What do you guys think? Well, I totally agree that they probably won't be able to do it in 20 episodes, but, I mean, you're right. If you start breeding Cylons with humans over the course of centuries, the only difference really between a Cylon and a human right now is that they get reincarnated. I mean, literally. Like, it's documented reincarnation. So maybe after some time... You know, after maybe a thousand years, that reincarnation that the Silents have now in our storyline, a thousand years from now, becomes a myth and just becomes a religion, and they call it Hindu. I'm guessing that if you breed Silent with human, eventually that 
you die and get transported to another place will probably die down because, you know, you're diluting it. Mm -hmm. I'll make some predictions, or at least some speculations. Just following up on some of the things we've been talking about, the thing that keeps coming back to me is Ty, because the other guys are younger. We look at the existing Cylons, and they came out of the tub of goo and whatnot, but Ty is a veteran of the First Cylon War. I'm just to assume that they didn't replace him somehow, or there was something that happened. He is a veteran of the First Cylon War, the end of which was when the first hybrid was created. So there are a few possibilities that the real Ty is dead, or MIA, or a prisoner, and the Ty we see is a copy that was inserted in his place, which, again, I don't think is true. Or the final five are not the final five or even the first five, but the other five, which the email mentioned as like being the core five, and they are born with legacy Cylon human genetic code from previous cycles. And so all humans are Cylon to some degree. Some are a little bit more Cylon than others, but that doesn't quite explain why there's five that are like really more Cylon than the other ones are. I don't know. They got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so here's his a, uh, secret past is why he drinks so much. So here's a question. Will Ty tell Adama he's a Cylon? I'm sure he will at some point. And why wouldn't he? Because they have Boomer on the board. She's a Cylon. And it's like... Well, I mean, obviously he's embarrassed by it, but... Do they feel like if I tell, then I'm breaking kind of like the code of silence that the four of us have that we're not allowed to tell. And if one of us tells, then everyone else is going to be exposed as well. And so I can't do it. Somebody's going to tell. Well, somebody's going to tell. So who's going to be you the first one? they're going to tell going to be revealed somehow. How would they be exposed. revealed? I mean, if they... If, if when the fifth comes... What if they start acting like really weird and someone's going to be like... I think the they'll be revealed what? when Deanna comes back. I think they'll be revealed when they're walking around the ship and everybody's singing Guns and Roses for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, when the fifth Tyrell comes, will go first. When the fifth comes and... I agree. Tyrell... No, wait a minute. I think Anders will go first. I think he might fess up to Starbucks. Tyrell, Tyrell's got silent connections. silent ex-girlfriend. Yeah, he's got a silent ex-girlfriend. Well, either he's going to go and, and so, like, talk with her about it, but I don't think he'll <laughs> tell Athena. But he may just sort of... But his relationship was with Boomer, not with Athena. Right. So he doesn't... I don't see him going to Athena. Yeah, because if he has some private meetings with Athena, I mean, Hilo would just kick the crap out of him. Who of the final five at the end of the series will still be alive, if any of them are all, all of them? My theory is that the fifth one is already dead. Will there be a fifth one added that will be alive and will stay alive? Who's going to be the first to die? Who Could will the live? fifth one be the old guy in a hot tub of goo? No, he's a hybrid. But why can't he be the fifth one? Because he's a hybrid. But, what do you, but you know nothing about the five. You know nothing about them. How could how He's could a hybrid. He's a hybrid. He's, I don't think, no. <laughs> but how could you, I mean, okay, I understand he's a hybrid. But you know, you, nothing, he's a hybrid. you know nothing about the five <laughs> and you're telling me with authority that this guy it's, it's going to be a character. It's going to ask her what she thought and she told you no. I, no, I asked her <laughs> for an opinion that matched mine. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't do that. What do you think? Oh, I think Tori's going to die first. Oh, please, because I think so. She's worthless. Based on our last yeah. podcast, that how she wasn't in the picture. Yeah, she wasn't in the picture, and she's just sort of worthless. And there's no, she really has no authority or pull or anything with anybody. I mean, she's got the president's ear, but that doesn't mean diddly squat. Tori's going to go first. It's interesting. If you go with this idea that suddenly these consciousnesses were, were downloaded into people <laughs> that weren't necessarily Cylons before, 
then it would make sense that suddenly Tori is a Cylon. If there's like this scheme somehow and it's like chess, they're putting their pieces in place, then that makes more sense. That would actually be super cool. You keep on saying that she's worthless, but she's not. She's got the president's ear. There are some countries where the president is a complete idiot, but he's got, or she, has got people around them. Yeah, but Rosalind's not a complete idiot. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, but there are people around them who help that president. Which countries would that be? (laughs) You know, they tell them things, they do things that president trusts these people, so they take their opinion and they run with it. So if the president trusts her so she can feed her things, that could behoove Behoove. the silence. Silence. The <laughs> behoove. Oh, I like that word. We can't drink while we do this, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the Cylons. Silence in Canada. Silence. How about some of the other characters? Minor characters. Hilo. You guys, your favorite guy. Hilo. <gasps> I hate- Wouldn't it be funny if Hilo ended up being the fifth Cylon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that would mean from my lust for him, but... Hilo... It's almost like he's had his usefulness as a character. He fathered a hybrid, and what else? Is so that's it? all he was as a stud. It's he's pretty handy. <laughs> it's like now he's but like, not in a scary way. He's kind of just on the bridge now, and he's not a pilot, so he doesn't get to do the fun missions. And I don't know. I just I wish there was more for him to do. I'll tell you what. You just said something. He doesn't do fun missions. I hope that in this last season, I hope that they can still. While they're doing the big, deep people drama and trying to figure out the final five, final one, you know, what's going on, who's going to die first, I hope they can still interlay some serious sci-fi in there. You know, it's, I hope it's not 20 episodes of just, like, the trial. The you revelation know? of the mythology. Or the revelation of the mythology. I don't want 20 episodes of that. I want, while that's going on, while you have this perfectly good arc going to the end somewhere... I hope there's like little, you know, adventures in between, you know, like, ooh, here's a planet. We can stay here. We can breathe. Why can't we stay here? It's not Earth. It doesn't have enough water. I don't know. You know, like, make it. <laughs> How about the Asgard show up or something? I don't know. Do something. Make it, just make it a little sci-fi. Make something. Like, I, I liked the algae planet. I thought that was fun. You know, I like the fact that <clears throat> the arrow, all that stuff at the very beginning, you know. Right. That was just fun sci-fi. Yeah, I was I was saying to Dima, I can't remember exactly which episode, the name of it or anything, but remember, I guess it was maybe the end of the first season or when they end up on that planet and there's like the star map in the sky yeah. and I was like, this is so cool. And then they totally never went back to that. And I'm wishing they had. Right. I mean, like, yeah, at the beginning there was that whole arrow thing that, you know, and all these like huge clues that they've got to go to the next yeah, it was like a thing, to the next thing. But then it somehow, I don't know, the people drama took over and just the cool sci-fi stuff. Yeah. And but, as far as Healer goes, he's still the papa. And there's going to be a yeah, big drama around that true. baby. So he'll be there for that, whatever it is. Let's take another kind of parallel character, kind of a minor character, spouse to someone who's a major character, D. Well, I guess she's an ex-spouse or will be. I mean, has she similarly done her duty of in, maybe D in is plot? the final? Fight. I think D was just just to get him I, jealous I, because of Starbuck and <laughs> yeah. Like I think she was list? just a yeah. I think she was just a capon in that 
Starbuck Apollo story. I don't think she's actually a, a major yeah. character. So she could die a heroic death and make Apollo feel bad for a, an episode. Yeah. Well, like we said in our last podcast, she's a horror. Yeah. It took us how many years to figure out that's what she was? Yeah. Because last podcast, we're like, we're head. all the black characters. We're all the characters that, you know, and we're like, well, there's deep. Oh, wait a minute. She's the Uhura character. She's the, the person on the phone. <laughs> and, She's yeah. the one with the Motorola headset sticking out of her ear. <laughs> Any other predictions you want to make? I predict that Ty's eye patches could be a different color this season. <laughs> <laughs> In our last podcast, we were talking about what the possible ending could be. And Jason brought up a thing where he said, like, the fleet might sacrifice itself because it would be the way from keeping the Cylons from getting to Earth. And so the way they would end is sort of like this heroic thing where they take them another path. Like, we know where it is, but we're not going to go there. That thing that I brought you from the paper, they talked to the um, creator guy, and he said that they're going to Earth. We promised that they're going to get there. It's mm. They will end up at Earth. He doesn't say if they all get there, but mm. he just says that we're giving you that payoff. We said they were going to get there. They're going to get there. Hmm. So who they are isn't clear, but that's the final destination. Well, I don't know what you're going to do with that, but I totally disagree with Jason. I think they are going to get to Earth. Well, my prediction is that by the end, through either attrition from battling each other or some external threat, be it a natural stellar disaster or some rogue remnant of the 13th tribe, a crew of Cylons and humans will be on the Galactica or Colonial One or some ship to be named later. And... As the other remaining humans in Cylons fight it out to mutual destruction, they, like Lee and Starbuck at the end of Season 3, are off on their own and they get to Earth. So, basically, a big percentage of the group will be fighting it out to the death. And there'll be like a, I don't want to say Adam and Eve because there'll be more than just two. It'll be like a a small group. Like an arc? An arc, right. Two by two they go. (laughs) (laughs) And and they will arrive at Earth because it's a sci-fi staple that finding... And entering the location of a quest is usually done by like a pair or the the main character while the supporting cast mops up the subplots. For example, Frodo and Sam entering Mount Doom, David Bowman entering the monolith in 2001, Luke confronting the Emperor on the second Death Star. So in that vein, this, this small group of humans in silence will detach from the others who are likely to die heroically, and they will find the Promised Land. And this satisfies the hybrid prophecy about the enemies working together. That makes sense. I, I could buy into that. Not everybody gets there. The people that are able, that don't have the prejudice against the Cylons that haven't been beating on Athena and that yeah, they... Like and Hilo. if you get rid of... Yeah, if like you let Hilo. All, and then Hilo, Hilo can have his Earth. own show. And if you get to... If you, if you, as, as you get closer to Earth, if all the Cylon ships and all the colonial ships are destroyed and there's only a small little group that arrived to Earth, there's no chance for a sequel. Well, that brings up my other point, is that I, this is selfish of me, but I do not want the series, not take that back, I don't want the franchise to end. I want the story to come to a conclusion, and I want the characters to finish their arcs, they can wrap it all up, but I think they'd be stupid to toss out this franchise, because I know that they said they are the cast that I'm talking about in the crew. They're ready to move on. But I also know it's really hard to come up with a good TV show especially a sci-fi TV show where not only do you have to come up with good characters, but you have to have like the whole world building and you have to come up with all the stuff involved. And here they have a world that works and people are aware of it. It's now in season four where it's kind of like, yeah, they're ending on a high, but they're also ending at a point where people are just becoming more and more aware of the show. And so they're at a point where 
things like, you know, the Galactica and Cylons, it's entering the pop culture. The modern Galactica is entering the pop culture and has superseded the past one. Like, spin up the FTL drives has entered the sci-fi lexicon. It doesn't quite reach the level of... To make the, make Exactly. Make the jump to light speed or engage warp drive, but it's in there now. And so I think they'd be foolish to just throw it out. So I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is the ending, yes, it closes the story, the character arcs are done, but in some way that it leaves it open for them to do another show, either parallel one that happened at the same time, maybe peak another cycle, it could be something else. I don't know if Caprica is the answer to it, but just something else. Real quick, does Ron Moore own... The story now? Did he buy it from whomever made it in the 70s? Who owns the character? Larson the probably still has the whole concept. Who? Glenn Larson. Okay. So then, with that, maybe, you know, I mean, Ron Moore can wrap his thing up and, you know, decade from now, someone else can fire it up. Um, I agree with you, though. It's, it's a fun story. It seems like it'd be. And they need to bring the dog back. I mean, clearly not to bring it back in fourth <laughs> season four, so maybe in Capricorn or somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that once they get to Earth, the only way to go is to totally wrap it up because there's nowhere to go from there. Right. Do you want a show about Hilo going to Costco? I mean, I would watch it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying that there's, you know, once they're only on Earth, shirtless. Then, then they enter our realm of reality and there's no, there's nothing cool about that. Right. Right. But I'm not saying that they would be them, though. It would, be, it would just be something in the same, I mean, you have Stargate Atlantis. It's in the same universe. Yeah. No, Why can't they the just do a Some of the same characters are on that show, but it's basically entirely different. Right. That's kind well, of... That's, that's what he's saying. You could, you could yeah. just... They could have been uh, the 14th colony that no one knew about because right. they thought it was just a children's story. Like, ooh, we actually, there is a 14th colony. Because when we talked real. to Aaron Douglas last summer, I asked him a question, and I was kind of cagey about it. <laughs> I asked him, you know, if they're ending the show, but he would he be willing to do more projects? And I... I was kind of hoping that he would slip up and like be like, "Oh, I sure." And because if he's the fifth Cylon, there's a potential that you know, since he's the Cylon, that in itself means that he could be in another, he could be a copy or whatever. Although the fifth Cylons that we know of apparently are one-offs or whatever. But so I don't know. The Caprica thing is is just a theory. It's not a. I mean, we talk about it like it's real. It it's, is real now. Yeah. Okay. It's so been it's, greenlit just this last week. Oh, okay. I'd watch it. It's going to be a soap opera. Soap opera with very little CGI. No Cylons exist yet. What's it going to be about? The people drama. Yeah, but not everybody cares about the people drama. Like Grandpapa Adama was the lawyer. So does that mean we're going to have a bunch of court episodes? Another court show. How many do we need? Great. Can't wait for that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Days of our Caprica. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> General Caprica. Okay, so with that, I guess we will wrap up this episode. Next time we talk to you, we'll be following the season premiere. Really? So, thank you for joining us. Our website is galacticacorum.com. Our email is gcorum at gmail.com. Send us your comments and feedback when you see the premiere and let us know what you think. So, so say we all. Goodbye. Bye.
Over here. Oh, would you like a beer? What do we got? Where did I put my wine? What else do we got? Businessmen, they drink their wine. Okay, there is... Uh, is that in the song? Yeah. Bud Light. <laughs> I wouldn't just Ew. make it up. <laughs> Businessman. Miller Light. Businessman. What's wrong with you, Brian? It's not mine. Heineken Light. <laughs> this is it, Nate. Which is, which, <laughs> Heineken Light, which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, Heineken Light is good, actually. Dogfish Indian Brown Ale. It's a little sweet, though. But not in a and, gross way. Uh, Shinerbuck. I'll do the uh, the dogfish. Dogfish head. If you don't mind. No. It's pretty potent. It's potent. Yeah. It's potent stuff, hon. 